Good evening. Um, here I am, says Mammy, and I just want to introduce you all to Laura. Hey. Um, there's been something that I've been wanting to say for a long, long, long time, and now is the perfect time. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, and my mental health has been all over the fucking place for the past 20 years. And uh, I think I've, I'm putting so much of my life on Instagram as this mammy. I need to explain a little bit about how I got to this and who Laura is. Because you know this mammy that dances around the kitchen with Alexa on. And I do that. I do that every day. And I make myself do that. Because I don't want my kids thinking that laying on the sofa and being depressed and staying in is normal. Because it's not. But I've been fighting this for 20, 20 years. Like more. I'm fucking nearly 40, so three years. So I'm going to start with Jamie. Jamie was, um, Jamie's my bro little brother. He lived, he was born when I was nine. And obviously it was the cutest little thing in my eyes, like, uh, he went everywhere with me and when he was two, I made a promise to him because I had just been sexually abused by my mother. Um, there you go. Uh, and I, all I had was this two year old little head in my hands and I looked at him and I said that will never happen to you nothing will ever hurt you um as far as I was concerned the person that I had the most trust and faith in um I didn't have that person anymore and I didn't want that I, did, I just I needed a focus and Jamie was going to be my focus Anyway, my mom was a drinker, so I'm not going to be her with a stick because she obviously had her own problems. Um, but when I got pregnant on Nikita at 19, anyway, Jamie was 11, and he was a. Uh, I when I had Nikita, I moved out. Jamie was taken into care after six months, and he was sent to stay with a lovely family for six months. Um, until I found a place, and then I got him, and. That was like the best thing ever to me. The best thing ever. Like I was just so, because I was, wasn't allowed to see him for a lot of the time that he was with the other family because obviously they didn't want him to get, uh, you know, they wanted him to bond with them. They didn't want, you know, kind of him crying for me or whatever. So there was a little bit of space time where we couldn't see each other. Um, that killed me. But I got him in the end and we, everything, you know, we went through our shit, like, um, Nikita, I had a stillborn baby in 2004, um, Jamie was like, Jamie was 14 at the time, and he was such a rock for me, like, he, he was just, it was just, him and Nikita kept me going when, when Ailish died, um, Ailish was stillborn and full term, bless her. 
but Jamie then um after sorry after that that was like he was 14 and at 17 he got um swollen glands and we brought a brought I brought him to the doctor and I couldn't understand what this was. I thought it was just going to go away and it didn't. He went to the doctor and he was sent to the hospital and they treated him for glandular fever for two weeks. And um, that didn't help so they did a biopsy on him and it turned out he had what's called a nasopharyngeal carcinoma. It was a tumour that started behind his nose and came down both sides of his face so it was there quite a long time before we realised it was like three or four years um, it was supposed to be a curable cancer with a lot of radiotherapy and chemo um, which he went through he did and he never ever complained he never complained um, on his 18th birthday he was called he called us, they were called in we were called in, sorry and they gave him the all clear and he had, like, was his 18th birthday, like, I was like, oh my fucking god. So I didn't even go out with him, I was like, no, you go with your friends. Because I wanted him to be able to let his hair down, do you know what I mean? So he did, and he went out, and he had his friends. And, um, he was a little shit, because he had a peg tube. And I don't know for anybody who knows what a peg tube is. Stay insert if he can't swallow, because he'd lost a swallow from the radiotherapy. So they had like, it was a tube that went into a stomach just basically through there. And you could put like, you know, insures and things like that through with a, a big syringe. But now Jamie went out on his 18th birthday and he was putting fucking bulmers into the syringe and into the peg tube. Like he was just nuts. He was so funny, like. um, But uh, so two weeks later we were called in and they said we were so sorry. They were scanning him from the neck up. But unfortunately, the cancer had attached itself onto every organ in his body. Um, so obviously, he continued to get sicker and sicker. I told him he is absolutely, you couldn't tell him that he's just gotten the all clear. And they, because he was 18, they were obliged to tell him if he asked. But I didn't think that he would, obviously, for a long, long time. And he didn't. And this went on then for about another six months. And then as his organs started to fail, then he was, you know, he was getting sicker and sicker. So we got him moved over to the hospice in Rohini, to St. Francis Hospice. And he spent nine weeks there. Nobody stays there for that long. Um, but Jamie didn't, he didn't ask. And he was full sure that he was getting better. The social workers, bless him, they got him a passport in the hospice. Because when he was getting out of there, he was going to see his brother and sister in Scotland. Um, Jamie was my best friend, my brother, and my lifesaver. All in one. And my heart absolutely broke. On the 3rd of April, he took his last breath. Um, Mind you, he had Aslan in singing to him that afternoon. Um, I'm flicking pages here because I just don't, can't look at myself. Um, Jamie, I wish people knew him. People, um, you know, that I come across now. You know, they don't remember him. I love when I bump into, like, his friends and things like that because, 
you know, there's only good memories of Jamie. Like, when I talk about Jamie, I'm not sad when I talk about Jamie. I fucking love talking about him because he was just mad. He was mad, like. And, uh, like, he was just so kind. Like, he literally... I knew, obviously, they told me that he was going to die. He did hadn't asked. But when we were in the hospice, two weeks before he died, I was staying there every single night with him, like, because... Me baby, like... Um, I stayed every single night with him in the hospice and he waited one morning I went home to have my shower and bring Nikita to school and when I got back up he rang me when I got home and he said are you coming back up I said of course and he said I have something to tell you so when I got up there he sat me down and broke the news to me that he was uh, that he was going to die that he'd asked the nurse the doctor and the doctor said how do you feel like you're doing? And he, he told her, I've gotten the courage up to ask you, so please just tell me. And she told him that he was going to die. So he broke that news to me. Um, I did tell him, obviously, that I already knew. And uh, I asked him that in the opposite position, would he have told me? And he agreed that he wouldn't have told me. <laughs> He was literally my best friend, like, sorry. But after that happened with my mum, Jamie was my focus. And he, he'll never know how many times he saved my life, like, and Nikita. Um, uh, sorry, very, very hard. Um... Look, it is what it is. Um, I am doing this because I needed to get that off my chest. I needed to say it out loud. People know now about this. A lot of people in Swords would know because um, this it actually went to court and like it was in Swords District Court where people were up for no tax insurance. Like it's common knowledge in Swords. What happened to me? Um, but Instagram doesn't know. And this mammy followers don't know. And I think that as long as I'm not honest with people, I can't recommend anybody go to counselling or PA to house or to call a friend or to to reach out and talk to someone if they're not okay. If I'm not being honest. And I actually had to get that out. And it's hard because... Yeah, kinda you know, you hear all you do hear all the time about people being abused and you know it's usually someone's like you know, a family member but of the opposite sex. Do you know what I mean? So I had to be hundred percent sure that I really wanted to do this before I did it because there's no going back from that, like um, even putting Christopher to bed tonight, I was looking at him and I was like, he doesn't realise that what I'm about to do in a video could change his life and how people look at him. And then I was like, he's probably going to know anyway. And the beauty of Instagram is that if God forbid, like I end up sick or 
Like, Jamie wasn't expecting to be sick. Jamie would never... He's never going to get married or have kids or now, now, do you know what I mean? But I just don't want to be... I need to be 100% me to be able to continue with this mummy. I don't want to be hiding anything. I want people to know. This is me. This is... I'm this mummy during the day and I will dance around my kitchen because I don't want any of that to affect my kids um my kids will always know who i am because if i die tomorrow they have this mommy to look back on my grandchildren are one and two right now but again if i died tomorrow they will always know who their nana was do you know what i mean the good the bad and the ugly like me a day-to-day shit and and this and i owe it to the people who share things with me, I owe it to you guys to tell you. Um, I don't know why I feel better now that I've said it. I really do feel better now that I've said it. I knew I would. Um, but there was never the right time. Like, how do you say that? Um, I, oh, all I want is what I want from this video is for people to fucking reach out if you're having a rough time reach out like call a friend make a video if you can't if you can't sit and talk to somebody send a voice message a whatsapp voice message or send a text message to a friend you know you don't have to actually say it out loud maybe try it that way maybe if it's something that you're finding it hard to say, just text it or do something. Just do not be alone. We've, I've been suicidal. I'm not going to try and say that I haven't. I've ended up in a cold cabin. And I would, ne I would never deny that either because that was a learning curve. Long coke now, obviously. I haven't been for ages, for years. <laughs> but I really 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 I can't stress enough how important it is don't don't hold it all in until you do have a habit or till you've pushed everybody away or till you've lost the fucking plot altogether because I tried everything I thought I'd sniff my way back to being normal I thought I'd drink my way back to being normal but you know what this is me normal coping with things telling you how I am and what I've been through and I just hope that it helps somebody so this mummy is gonna have a fucking smoke and thanks for listening